Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck, and the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally here, and the glorious month of October has fallen upon us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. Welcome back, all you creatures of the night. Thank you once again for joining us here on the It Records podcast. It is I, Matt Johnson, coming to you with another recommendation for Halloween Horror. I'm assuming that you know what these are at this point. We are 22 days now into October. I'm just giving you a movie suggestion every day as we move through October for a movie to check out, to watch, one you forgot, one you love, one that piques your interest, one that somebody mentioned 10 years ago and now you're remembering it. Any of those as we move towards Halloween that... You might want to watch because you are more receptive to horror movies as we approach Halloween. That's what we're doing here. So I am here on October 22nd giving you another film. And we have been moving through the decades. We started in 1989 on October 1st. On October 2nd, we did a movie from 1988. And then we're moving backwards, so on and so forth every day. Until on Halloween, you'll get a movie from 1959. But today I said is October 22nd. So that is going to bring us to 1968. We are in the 60s now. I did The Cremator yesterday, a Czechoslovakian film in 1969. Um, this is a, another foreign film that we'll be doing today. In 1968, we will be doing the 1968 Swedish film directed by Ingmar Bergman, the psychological horror film. Hour of the Wolf. That is right. Um, we are doing Hour of the Wolf. And you might think this is a werewolf movie, potentially. It is not. I know I've done a few of those earlier. I did like the Silver Bullet a couple of years ago. I did the Howling uh, this year, earlier back uh, in the 80s. It would have been the 80s, I believe, when the Howling came out. I'll have to check that. But yeah, um, we are doing Hour of the Wolf, and if you are familiar with Ingmar Bergman's name, or it sounds familiar, he's a very prominent Swedish director, a uh, very prominent director in general, but The Seventh Seal, uh, he did that one. That's the, the movie, that's a prominent Criterion Collection film that a man is playing chess essentially with the Grim Reaper, playing chess with death. Um, you probably, if you've never seen it, you have seen the imagery, I feel like, of that that movie. This is the same director, and actually it stars Max von uh, Sydow 
which is also a lead in The Seventh Seal. So Ingmar Bergman and him collaborate again on, on this film, Hour of the Wolf. And this film is also in the Criterion Collection. I know I'll probably get to that when we're talking about where you can watch it, but this is two back-to-back movies in the Criterion Collection. But if you've never heard of Hour of the, the Wolf, I'll give you kind of a rundown uh, real quick of the synopsis of this movie. While vacationing on a remote Scandinavian island with his younger pregnant wife, an artist has an emotional breakdown while confronting his repressed desires. That's a very generic or vague setup. Not going to give too many plot details there, but uh, yeah, this is very much a, a psychological horror film. This one really kind of plagues the main character with the frightening visions of insomnia. So they're on this island and the hour of the wolf is supposed to be like, if you, if you even watch the trailer, I think they mentioned where it's like this time where you kind of lose track of reality. And, and, and Bergman, when he was, he was writing this, people said it was like, the main character was his alter ego, and it's the the destruction uh, of an artist who loses touch with with reality, um, just becoming so immersed in their art that they they can't maintain their relationship with reality anymore. And so this movie has, I think, a great score that can kind of build that anxiety. There's some really interesting images that really kind of supplant you in the psyche of this character as they're quickly descending um, into madness. But it also has I think that really personal touch with uh, his wife on the island. So it's kind of uh, that interpersonal relationship of someone who might be going through this kind of manic episode or going through this breakdown um, psychologically where they can't tell what is true and what is, what is false anymore. And, you know, having to help your partner or help, help them kind of uh, come to grips with what they are experiencing and even communicating that to a partner. So that, that plays an element also into the film a Bergman originally conceived much of this story as part of an unproduced screenplay called the, the cannibals at the time, which he abandoned actually to make the 1966 film persona, which is now will be on my list to check out next. I've noticed people mentioning that one. If you enjoy 1968 hour of the wolf, uh, this movie took inspiration from Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's night, uh, 1791 opera, the magic flute, Annie T. Hoffman's 1814 Avelia, the golden pot as well as some of his own nightmares, he says, that uh, was inspiration for Hour of the Wolf. I do highly recommend this one. I think uh, it kind of, not, not only just because it's, it's it's a horror movie, it's 68, and I'll get into in a second here over other horror movies, but I, I think Ingmar Bergman is a great film director, and I don't really know uh, how, how often he touched the horror genre, per se. I know, you know, he's he's known for The Seventh Seal, which is like a classic, piece of film just internationally but this one is really into that psychological horror film and i feel like aronofsky especially with like black swan and some of those psychological horror films um with the images you get and i'm trying to even think of the the newest suspiria the remake uh where she's having her dream sequence uh dakota johnson she's having her dream sequences like those quick bursts of like uh images and someone uh going into madness uh, as you're watching that unravel could potentially have maybe even had some inspiration from the hour of the wolf, but this really supplants itself into, I think psychological horror and Ingmar Bergman didn't really touch on that all that much. So that's an interesting kind of uh, subgenre to see him look at. And you can definitely check out his other works, but other movies here in, in 1968, uh, there's actually some ones I really like. I think night of the living dead. Uh, we did a full length episode on that. That's George Romero. We actually earlier 
uh, this month did the, the follow-up Dawn of the Dead on this podcast in uh, 1978. Let's see if I got that year right. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead. And that's the follow-up to Night of the Living Dead. But that was the original one, the original zombie one, where a lot of other zombie films from that one kind of um, use the lore from that film for other zombie films going forward. Rosemary's Baby. I was literally just talking about this with a friend the other day. Uh, you should watch Rosemary's Baby. Uh, we were talking about different types of movies that they kind of uh, liked. And I was like, you need to check that one. And that's 68. So I still think that one uh, works really well. I believe that's part of the apartment trilogy, uh, Roman Polanski, right? Did I mention, I might have mentioned this earlier in a Halloween horror. I'm trying to think repulsion, Rosemary's baby tenant, I think are the three. I'll check that. I'll check that. But yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the Crimson Colt, uh, House of Evil, and Astro Zombies are a couple other ones. But other things were happening in the world outside of the horror genre. Other worldly events that were not related to horror themselves. Uh, Czechoslovakia, Prague Spring. I bring that up because we just did a Czechoslovakian movie yesterday. The Soviet Union invades Czechoslovakia and arrests President Dupek, or Dupak, I apologize. Uh, that occurred in uh, August uh, 28th of 1968 oh sorry yes that's correct august 28th of 1968 in the united states the assassination of martin luther king that occurred in 1968 uh he was shot and killed by james l ray on april 4th uh, in memphis as well then uh senator robert kennedy john f kennedy's brother was assassinated uh he was assassinated at the age of 42 on june 5th he was shot three times by Sirhan Sirhan uh, at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles. So those happened within a couple months of each other. Uh, Robert Kennedy and Martin Luther King being assassinated. Intel Corporation is created and the Apollo 7 mission launches, Apollo 8 mission launches, which will lead up to the 1969 moon landing that I talked about yesterday. But that will kind of conclude what was going on in the world. If you're looking to watch this one, I believe it's on the Criterion channel. If you have that and, or you can buy the DVD from the Criterion collection. But I do think it's on Apple TV for rent. I believe it's on Vudu and potentially Amazon Prime. So this one's actually uh, a little more accessible than last week's, last week's, yesterday's movie, The Cremator. So I think you can find this one and, and I would definitely recommend it. Uh, I'm recommending all of these, but uh, definitely check this one out. Uh, for Ingmar Bergman's kind of dipping his toes into the the horror genre, especially if you know of The Seventh Seal. But I will leave it there for now. That's 1968. Tomorrow I'll be back for 1967. Probably giving you another horror movie. But until then, I'll be Matt Johnson. And I'll also be in the shadows. See, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday.